Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. What a day we have in store for you. What a show. What a late night it was. Always late night for Aaron Sexton uh, and me. We we like to uh, we like to get get after it. Uh, uh, you know, all day work hard, but don't like to get started. Although Aaron, I've got issues right now because something has changed in my life. I don't know why, but I am waking up extremely early by my standards, and so I find myself kind of ready to rock and roll. At about 7 a.m. every day now. And the problem is I'm still trying to stay up till about 1.30 or 2. The old lifestyle. So I don't, I don't know. I think maybe there's an official age. Text in if you know the answer to this. When you can no longer sleep in. It used to be if you stayed up late enough, your body would automatically let you sleep in. I, that is no longer available to me. I have lost the ability to sleep in. I don't again, I don't know if it's stress. I don't know if it's worry. I don't know what's going on. But but I am I mean, Aaron, it's like clockwork. I'm ready to roll. I mean, about seven, seven thirty AM. It's like, let's go. Let's get this day started. And that has not been the case over the years. What it does, Aaron, is allows me to be even more productive than ever. And that's why <laughs> this show is so chock full of information. Now one thing I do not like about this format, um, I cannot stand the NBA waiting three days between games. And it, it makes no sense because, Aaron, I think we're finally going to get a game Wednesday, going to get a game tomorrow in Boston, and then, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to, oh, my gosh, somehow their bodies are going to be ready to play again on, wait for it, Friday. Well, they're going to try to play like two days later. I I, do, I just don't get it. I mean, you spend the whole, all of the playoffs getting us in the rhythm of these series to play every other night. And then you get to the biggest series of all, and you can't find a rhythm. You can't find a rhythm. You watch a game on Sunday. Okay, all right, that was, that was fun. When's the next game? Wednesday. What? What's well, like almost the weekend? I got to wait till the weekend to see another NBA game? Aaron, are you... Are you bothered by this, or or does the does the ebb and flow of the NBA? And again, I I've covered NBA Finals. I was at the 2006 NBA Finals. I was at the 2011 NBA Finals. So I've been in the middle of it, and I do know that sometimes you wait a couple of days. Now they used to do it, Aaron, back in the day, two, three, two. Okay, you start out the two games and and see how you do. And then that next team gets three games at home. You know when I enjoyed that, Aaron? Is when the Mavericks were in Miami. Okay? And you, you're just <laughs> like, hey, we'll just bunker down here in Miami for about a week or so. Right. Just have a nice time. I had two different trips to Miami for those series, 2006, 2011. And the good news is the, um, 
I mean, it's happening again. The Mavericks were knocking on the door this past year, so we'll see if they if they uh, do it. Aaron, are you? Does the waiting, not just two days, but waiting three days, is that starting to annoy you? It does. I feel the same way. Take a day off and then get back to it. Uh, I don't like these long layoffs in between games, and it's kind of for the same reason you said. It's so great, like when there are more teams, obviously, but. You know, you would have the, even in the conference finals, they had both games every night, and then, you know, they would take one day off, two days if it was a travel day, I believe, and then they get right back to it. And then the finals, you're getting three days off in between every game. It seems like. All right, and uh, it does it does kind of feel like that a little bit. Um, I did want to tell you that if you're looking for the Rangers, our Fox affiliate. Um, is carrying that game. That game is in the top of the third right now, and uh, Rangers are hitting. And I was going to see, um, look like, I was trying to see how they scored early in this game. Rangers took a uh, a 1-0 lead in this game, and it was, uh, ooh, Seager's got, Seager hit a hit to the right. Okay. Can y'all make this easier on me with just, like, give me the score. Okay, there I can. There I can get the scoring plays. All right. Um, that scoring play for the Rangers was the top of the first. They got on. They they, they uh, scored first. And Calhoun grounded into a fielder's choice. Simeon scored. All right. And then uh, Adelise Garcia was out at second base. So that's how the uh, Rangers scored. And then um, – the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy scored on a um, a Quan uh, hit a sacrifice fly to center, and that got Naylor home, and it's one one. Rangers have had some bullpen struggles. They've also had some games uh, delayed or or suspended because of rain. Today is a doubleheader, so Aaron, um, I don't know. We got somebody got to be running this thing for us over at Fox. I mean, it's not us. Legendary right, Van Goodall. Is Van doing this one? Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the late game after we. Can you see Van like through the window right now? I can. Doing this? Wave at him. Tell Van <laughs> uh, Mosley said hi, and that's good of him to do. And then Aaron will get that late game. Aaron, as far as I can tell, this game was pushed back by about an hour or so. So I would imagine that second game, instead of starting at 6 or whatever time it's supposed to start, don't you? Are they saying now it's supposed to start at like seven or seven thirty? It'll be thirty minutes after this game ends, just to know, or however long it takes them to get the field ready, maybe twenty five, thirty minutes. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about six thirty, and then all right, all right, I'll be and, here and about ten. The big boss has. Uh, oh, Aaron, hang in there, hang oh, in there. Uh, Enjoy it. No, no I, I, the uh, the big boss says that we're going to keep both these games on Fox. Aaron, tell them where they can find our Fox affiliate. 13.30 a.m., 93.9 FM. You heard him. You heard the man, 93.9 FM. And uh, and then you can get to, oh, 1,300. Love it when we get over there, all over on Fox, at Fox Programming, good stuff over there. You can even hear me on Fox sometimes. It's very confusing. Sometimes I'm on Fox mornings. Um, on the weekends, so it's a it's a, a a double treat for our our listeners around Central Texas. Aaron, I don't know if you would put it that way or not. Now, um, as of last night, one of the reasons I was up late 
um, is I was watching Texas State, and I was so excited. Texas State got one. I mean, they got rolling, and they got it to 3-1 in the top of the ninth. They're playing out there at Stanford. I love that coach. The more I learn about him, Aaron, if these young Baylor players, and some of them are in the portal right now, if they want a young coach, here's your man. He's either 36 or 37 years old. I forget. But he's young. Okay, Aaron, that's about a decade younger than us. And he's done some fun stuff. He's been around. I mean, he spent time at Texas State. He coached under Ty Harrington for a little bit at Texas State. Um, I think he even coached for a year at Houston as an assistant when Mac Rhodes was the athletic director. I think you have to go back to about 2014 for that. And now, Aaron, my, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the Texas State coach's name. Last night, I was kind of watching him to see what he would do and how he would handle situations. Kind of like the guy. I really do. And uh, he'll obviously be one of the, the several people in the mix for the Baylor job. I, I'm not getting – now, maybe – you never know. Mac can sometimes go one way and then uh, uh, run a fake on you, run a reverse – just when you think you're in pursuit, he'll he'll go with an end around on you. But this Hefner thing doesn't sound great to me. Um, I I mean I love Dan Hefner at DBU, but the more I hear about what Dan Hefner is making at Dallas Baptist, Aaron he can stay at Dallas Baptist, coach another 15 years if he wants. He's coaching his son right now. I think he's making around a half million. Of course, they don't put that out. These private schools do not put out that information. I don't want to act like, oh, my gosh, somebody has slipped me what he's making. I just have little – it's nobody from DBU, but I just have kind of hearing things. And I think I think he makes about 500 k Aaron, even it, living in the Metroplex, that is – and, you know, you say, well, what, what, does he need money to send his kids to private school and all that kind of stuff? Well – um, he, he homeschools his kids from what I've heard. I mean, it's a very serious devout man. Now you can be devout since still send your kids off to school, but this is an interesting guy. Love Hefner. I'm just saying, Aaron, I'm not getting the sense that it's going to go in that direction. All right. And we'll keep taking a peek at, at all of these coaches who have been mentioned. Um, some of them that will, will still be in the, uh, in the uh, uh, Super Regionals as we speak. So there's a chance that in a week, or maybe it could have already happened, for all I know. I don't think they have a, a name yet. But there's a chance, Aaron, that it'll happen in the next few days or the next week. But they got to sit on it because it could be somebody that's in the – you know, in, in the Super Regionals, the Super. Now, Aaron, of all the teams in the, that advanced in the Super, what's the team? Is there anybody out there that has surprised you the most? Aggies, not a huge surprise. Got a good win. They're going to get to stay home. Longhorns have been up and down this season, but not a huge uh, surprise that they got through to the Super Regional. They're headed to, Aaron, is that Greenville or Greensboro, North Carolina, wherever East Carolina is? Greenville. Greenville? Yeah. Okay. They're headed to Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, I, I'm, I, is, uh, of all these teams, now somebody beat UConn to get to go. And no. that team, 
no, UConn's going. Yeah, yeah, they okay. they beat uh, Maryland, I believe. And only no, wait, I thought Maryland was going. I thought Mar- I think Maryland may still be alive. We'll double check that one for you. But you're right; those two teams, I think, were playing. It's it's kind of rare to see teams from up in that region get to go, but uh, the Maryland coach is another one that kind of fascinates me because it's like a. I feel like it's a 36-year-old guy at a, in, in these Big Ten schools. I remember years ago, Baylor was hosting one of these regionals, and the Illinois coach came down, was in that regional, and you've never heard so much belly aching in your life. Oh, these, these southern schools get to, you know, they get to play all year round. We never get to play because it's so cold. Well, nobody said you had to go be a coach at Illinois, coach. So I, I like it. When I see teams from different parts of the country have success. Now, over the years, Maine's had some good teams. There are some teams, Vermont, there are some cold-weather teams that do pretty well. But um, I would put Maryland in that group of cold-weather teams, and I'm, uh, I'm very impressed by what they've done. Now, Aaron, did you look that up? Do we have, what, do we, what, do we, what do we decide on Maryland yeah, UConn, yeah. UConn beat Maryland uh, to advance to the Super Regional. Um, so you, the 11 UConn, to 8. Which, the UConn Huskies are in the Super Regional. That wow. would be my biggest surprise. Just because of some of the things you talked about, being a team from up north, you know, with the weather, a little hard to practice sometimes, and uh, not a traditional power, but they will be in the Super Regional. Aaron, I'm toying with the idea of heading to Oklahoma City. Now, why would I do something like that? Really loving what we have coming up with the college, the uh, women's college World Series. I love the uh, the OU Texas matchup. Really, really think this could be fun, and so uh, that will uh, that will be coming up. And uh, I love that ESPN features that usually in a pretty dramatic fashion. So uh, we 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 deserve schools like. Uh, what, o, what what OU's done with women's softball, it deserves to be lauded, praised, and talked about. And so I, what I'm going to do, Aaron, is uh, get, I'm going to be very bandwagon, and I'm going to learn as much as I can about this OU softball team because I think what we're witnessing is a dynasty. And it's it's not yet, and it won't become, I don't think, UConn women – but I do think uh, OU softball has become a dynasty, and we need to we need to we need to keep our eyes on it. All right, Jack Allen, boy. Speaking of a dynasty, the people who have come from Channel Twenty Five, it's the ABC affiliate uh, among us, right here in Central Texas. Jack Allen is the sports director. He takes time out of his busy schedule to join us next. Recently on Game Time. From the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Just because C.D. Lamb is two lockers closer to that Prescott doesn't mean he's going to have a 1,000 more yards and 50 more receptions. However, it is something that shows the torch has been passed. Amari Cooper's no longer here. It is C.D. Lamb's wide receiver room. He's the one that's expected to step up and put up big numbers. He's expected to take another step, and that's one of the first ways that they expect for that to happen. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take for example your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Almet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Almet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. All-pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series at Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2-1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7-4. Astros and Mariners tonight 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header. And you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas we roll on thank you Central National Bank thank you for what you do Brian Fonville executive vice president runner tennis player does a lot Joe Nesbitt also trail runner rides bikes very active bankers over there at Central National Bank our presenting sponsor and thank you also to UBO Business Services. That's UBEO.com. UBEO.com. Sean Hunt and his gang do a tremendous job. Now, Jack Allen joining us now, sports director over at Channel 25, KXXV. And, uh, you, Jack, you were tweeting about something. And, by the way, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Always, uh, always fun to visit with you. Yeah, Matt, always good to talk to you, too. Are you uh, hanging in there with all this travel up and down the road? Uh, it seems like, for whatever reason, your arrangement with the local uh, uh, Channel 25, you do more Aggies than our other our other folks. So the, the College Station people must also enjoy your work, Jack. Um, this is uh, that that was you've been burning up the roads, haven't you? Between all this high school baseball plus uh, accounting for all what the Aggies are doing, this is. Uh, this is a no-rest-for-the-weary type situation. Yeah, I thought football season was busy, but it turns out this is probably the busiest time of the year. I was in Austin or for softball on Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday, then heading down Highway 6 to College Station for baseball on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it feels like, you know, just tomorrow we're going to be back down in Round Rock for high school again. So, uh, Highway 6, I-35, they're going to be sick of me by the time this is all done with. <laughs> Just be careful. Don't get tickets doing all that. I, I thought our I thought our uh, Schlossnagel, the uh, A&M coach, it was interesting. He finally kind of let his emotion show a little bit after that one. And just talking about his love for the TCU players, obviously most everybody in that dugout he brought in. And then I thought it was interesting. He said of those Aggies uh, – he said it was, I'm trying to think, it was like the most determined, whatever word he chose, it was like the most he's ever coached in terms yeah, of. So like the most determined, resilient. Resilient. He's, he's resilient like, is the, yeah, yeah resilient. The that he used. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, I mean, it's the case, man. You, you look at it, this team, they can be down 10 runs, and you never know because they might come back every time it seems like third, fourth, fifth time through the lineup, this offense gets going, 
And once they figure out what you're doing, how you're trying to pitch them, they figure it out there down the stretch. And there is never a moment where you can truly say they're done. And you saw that this weekend. I mean, when they took on Louisiana, they were down heading into the seventh inning, finally got the offense going one. Then on Sunday, it took them until about 1130 at night. It felt like, but they finally got the offense going there in the seventh inning and were able to take the lead and then hold on and expand on it in the ninth. And so it's just the idea with this Aggie team. It feels like no matter what the score is, when the fifth inning rolls around, you just know, okay, they could still pull this one out. On the other hand, their pitching is also at a point sometimes where you feel like, and we kind of saw it in the TCU game, even if they're up three or four in the eighth inning, it never really quite feels comfortable until that last out gets recorded. What, what is that crowd like at Bluebell? Where uh, where Texas A and M plays is it? Uh, uh, you've you've uh, obviously covered LSU in your past. You've been to uh, you went to school in Arkansas, so I'm sure you've been to that Arkansas facility. Does A and M have a true sort of SEC frenzied atmosphere at its games? Oh, I mean, you can't deny it. It's an incredible atmosphere down there. I will say, compared to your LSU. The consistent energy is not quite there at the level of those two places compared to Baylor, compared to a lot of other schools in the country. It's way above where it is. But I will say, you know, in in those late innings, whenever Dylan Rock hit that home run, A&M at its peak is as good as any other place at its peak. It just you need the right events to get it there. <laughs> and so being there, even at, you know, like I said, that, that game on uh, Sunday night went until after midnight. And even after 11 o'clock, you know, they pull ahead in the ninth inning and the energy there was incredible and comparable to what I've seen, you know, anywhere else in the country. Does the, since it's named Bluebell Park, um, are there uh, are there a lot of uh, ballpark? Are there a lot of ice cream options there? Like, do you ever venture down there to see what they're serving at the regular concessions? I'm sure they had some things for you in the press box. Are there so quite I, a few different bluebell options, or did you not really look around? So I've been watching the games from up. Uh, there's a little terrace section. I watch it where the breeze comes in, so it doesn't feel like it's 150 degrees down mm, there, albeit mm. some ice cream would probably help with that as well. Um, but I, I like to get that that overview. Get to, You get to see everything from up there. So, no, I haven't ventured, I guess, down okay. among the common folk, you know. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a cool experience. It's a fun place. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody whisper in your ear, "Hey, here's a here's someone I think would be a good coach for uh, for Baylor that should you know, might replace Steve Rodriguez"? Did anybody, uh, you know? Obviously, we've been hearing some names, been you know, kicking you know, around. I think that did, they had a few you... more things that they were worried about down there than uh, <laughs> the Baylor the Baylor coaching change right now. But you know, it, it's been it's been fun to kind of hear the murmurs. You know, obviously, you've got. When you've got a guy just down the road like Mitch Thompson, who you know is has had so much success, there's gonna be talk in that direction. I mean, the state of Texas as a whole is such a successful, historically successful baseball state that you can just go up to DBU, you can go to Texas State, and so there's so much local coaching talent and so many locally successful programs at every level that I mean. 
there's always going to be some buzz, no matter where you go in the state connected to that job. Uh, because I mean, Baylor too, it's a historically successful, historically great program. And so, uh, yeah, there's, they weren't really talking about it down in Aggieland, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> Jack Allen joining us, Channel 25, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Jack, when you're around that Valley Mills team, do you ever think about perhaps dyeing your hair uh, blonde? I mean, they're, they're really going with some pretty good blonde locks. And for some reason, this seems to be a huge thing among baseball players and it's not just high school sometimes you see it in college they love to dye the hair have you been tempted to maybe you know try the blonde look Matt, i don't think my bosses would love to see me anchoring sports at 10 and come in with the bleach blonde hair i don't think my wife would love that i even had a tweet at the beginning of playoffs saying guys it's okay you do not have to dye your hair blonde for the playoffs you can still win games i don't think valley mills got the message they've got a lot of kids out there uh playing like that but they've been channeling some postseason magic they have had some fun games uh this postseason especially that walk off against boskyville on uh friday night um you know the way that they were able to kind of rally from a 4-0 deficit and then load the bases with nobody out get that walk off hit i don't know if you've seen the video i've got it on my on my twitter feed but the coach coach shanafel from valley mills comes sprinting down the line uh and he's the first person to start the dog pile just tackle the <laughs> landed taylor at the plate um, he was saying afterwards, you know, that he's too old to be doing that, but he got caught up in the moment, but you know, it, it's, it's so fun to see the way that that whole team has just gotten kind of caught up in the moment and, and seen the way that they've just been living it to the full. And so they're, you know, heading down to round rock today, getting ready to play. Um, they have a group of freshmen there that played at or a group of seniors there that played as freshmen in 2015 or 2019 when they went and lost and uh it was cool of they sent me some photos from when they were freshmen um and just to see the way that group has grown up i think they're excited to go back um and have a different result this time than whenever they went uh four years ago yeah i'm looking at that piece you did on that of of some of those, those three seniors um who were there as freshmen oh there it is yeah I love those little still shots. Those guys do look different, and they didn't have their their hair bleach blonde back then. But uh, and they've grown up a little bit. These guys have put on a little uh, muscle and and filled out a little bit, from what I can tell. Uh, they'll be playing against uh, New Home. What is that? What's that uh, lineup thing that you're pointing at in the dugout during this? I've got the sound down. Is that that the goals that they left up in their dugout? What are you What are you yeah. referencing? What is that visual aid so you're have, using, Jack? Yeah, they have uh, a piece of paper that's just kind of taped up. It's it's barely taped up anymore because it's been there all season. But they printed out their six goals for the year, and five of them that they're stand that they have up there have big check marks next to them. And the last one just says, win your last game. And, of course, the only way you win your last game is if you win a state championship. And so all season long, that's kind of been sitting there. Is That's the goal. That's the goal. And they've got the other five checked off. And so in uh, I was at practice on Monday, and Coach Shauna felt that was his message to them was to turn around, 
look at that list, look at the goals and see that there's just that one left and to know how close they are to being able to do that. Something that, you know, not very many people get to get to say that they won their last game. Yeah, I went back now and I'm looking at that picture you have up of it. And uh, the coach reached out to me and he said, can you ask Jack not to post everything from our dugout? He said, you know, he's worried about you releasing some uh, information about their lineup and things like that. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not, Jack. But I feel like they could freshen that thing up. The, the one you posted looks like it might have some coffee stains on it. I mean, it's it's taken a beating, but there it sits. And there are all those check marks by it. Talking to Jack Allen as he gets ready for this gauntlet, which is tomorrow. And we'll have Valley Mills' new home right here at 4 o'clock during our show. Jack, can you imagine that? Something has to be big to knock my show off the air. And and this qualifies, you know, playing for state. Now, I, I want to get your take, too. Abbott and China Spring. Let's start with China Spring. Uh, this is a school that uh, obviously had huge football success coming off the state title and now uh, rolling uh, on the baseball end of things. I mean, uh, bring us up to date on uh, what you think about that matchup, what China Spring uh, is uh, looking like they'll, they'll face Wednesday. Yeah, so I, I was at their practice this morning uh, talking with Coach Lopez, a couple of the guys, and, um, you know, they similarly – we were talking about Valley Mills has that motivation posted in their dugout. Uh, China Spring has a giant exit sign. It's exit 254A or whatever it is, like one of those green ones, like you'll see on, on the highway. And exit 254A or whatever the number is, is the exit for Dish Falk Field. And so they've had that in their dugout all season long as sort of that's where where their eyes are. And so when I was talking to Coach Lopez, he said, these guys are as loose as he's ever seen. And part of the reason is because a lot of them have done this before, literally just a few months ago in football. They've been to the promised land. They've won the big game. And so as they start to turn their attention towards state, a lot of these guys aren't nervous at all because they know what it's like to play in that kind of game. But again, they're playing against a team like Argyle that historically has done it in baseball. They've also done it in other sports, but but it's a baseball powerhouse, and so they know that it's going to be a really tough challenge when they get down there. Yeah, I was just sitting here looking at the exit to, um, to make sure they got the right one. I hope they didn't actually get a, a real exit sign. They could get in trouble for that. <laughs> we, used to, we used to kind of try to get some signs occasionally when I was in undergrad. I'm sure you did not do that where you attended school, Jack, at Harding. Uh I mean, that is one of the Look, great – uh, I'm going to be that, honest. I'm going to be honest. I have a giant letter G whenever they tore down our, like, athletic center. They, they, all the letters were sitting around one day. Don't tell anybody from Harding, but I have the G from the old athletic center signage sitting in my uh, room back home somewhere. Wow. That is one of the better uh, Church of Christ schools in this country. And I will be reaching out to some of the authorities there. And um, that's uh, why. Now, is that why you were, uh, I guess you have roots there in, in Arkansas, because I saw you, like, doing some hiking or something the other day. Was that, uh, you were up on some kind of, I mean, I don't know if we can call those mountains in Arkansas. I mean, they're just kind of hills. But which one, were, which one had you climbed? So I was on, it's this place called Sugarloaf Mountain. It's near oh. Heber Springs which is like an hour north 
east of Little Rock. It's a mountain. There's real mountains there. You got the Ozarks, all that. Um, but no, I was there for my sister-in-law got married. And so I took a sunrise hike out there with a couple of friends from college and oh, wow. uh, tried to get away before this, this mad rush uh, of sports came in. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it was yeah. a good time, a good, good, nice, relaxing bit before, before the mayhem of playoff baseball. Jack Allen reflecting uh, alone with his thoughts and his buddies. I don't know if you can really reflect too much if you've got like your old fraternity brothers hanging out with you on top of Mount Sugarloaf uh, or whatever it is we call it. The uh, uh, Real quick, though, I don't want to leave out Abbott. Love Abbott. And, uh, it, it, and I mean, this is, a, uh, this is a great opportunity. And Abbott has done some things in the past. But uh, what, do you, what do you make of that? And, and do you, could you tell me the team they're playing against, do you know where that place is? So it's, they're playing against Tehannes, which is near San Antonio. It's like halfway between San Antonio and Uvalde. And so huh. it's, a, it's a tiny school. You know, I mean, this is one they were talking about, but um, they, I've never actually watched the, them play baseball, I don't think. They may have actually played, now that I think about it, in the state tournament in a game that I just happened to be up in the press box for in between games last year. But I know I've seen their softball team play a few times, and DeHannis' softball team won the 1A state softball tournament this year. Um, and so it is a proud group down there of, uh, baseball, softball uh, tradition um, and success. But then again, I mean, Abbott has a lot of baseball uh, tradition of its own state tournament runs. Um, and I know that they're excited to be back in that situation uh, playing for a state championship. All right. Well, I want you to give all three schools equal, just because you kind of fell in love with that Valley Mills team. They treated you really well and let you hang out in the clubhouse and the dugout. Uh, I want you to give all three of these schools equal treatment, all right, before you head down to spend time with the Aggies, which will begin on Friday at 7.30. And for whatever reason, I guess because of what time you go on the air, that 7.30 start has you a little bit worried. But, uh, Jack, it's uh, always good to catch up with you and uh, let us know. Thanks for and I appreciate the updates. The uh, other day, though, you forgot to tweet. There was one of those games that was getting out of hand, and it was 14-10, I think it was Franklin, and you didn't send the tweet, and I was hanging on your every tweet. So just make sure you don't forget to send those tweets because I'm I'm using you as kind of my uh, update guy. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll make sure the the problem. I always I'm trying to run out and get coach after the game, and I always forget to post final. So I'll just okay. that. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, I, Jack, I appreciate that your dedication to my show. Uh, is uh, is is very uh, admirable. There he goes, Jack Allen from uh, Channel Twenty Five KXXV, KXXV. I believe that yes, ABC. Uh, and uh, good to visit with Jack. What do we have uh, coming up next? It is time for Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? Find out next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. 
Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. Summer is here, and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK4 team provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at BKFord.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you need. BK Ford, experience better. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahea. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. All-Pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series at Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2-1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7-4. Astros and Mariners tonight 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header. And you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Proud to be with you and always proud to present Campus Confidential, the latest on college athletics, all these college baseball games, College World Series in Oklahoma City, the epicenter of women's college softball. And I, I love the fact that uh, that the country seems to be very intrigued. The ratings are always really good for these games, these regionals, and then the, co- the Women's College World Series. I think it's a great sign. And it's a uh, maybe we're evolving as a country when we're supportive and, uh, and spending more time watching and rooting for women's uh, sports. I like it. I like where we're headed on that. All right. Um, Let's turn it over to a man known as Aaron Sexton. Thank you, Matt. The, uh, according to John Rothstein, tweeted earlier, the Big 12 is planning to stay at 18 league games for basketball when the league has 14 teams in 2023 and 2024. And the next season, according to a source, each Big 12 team will likely play eight teams once and five teams twice as the league looks to maintain its natural rivalries. Man, I I am uh, I am really was was interested when I saw this come down, and this is a Big Twelve deciding. Basically, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. In there'll be a couple of seasons coming up, 23, 24, and 24, 25, I guess. Wait, yeah, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Where we're going to have the new four teams, and we're still going to have the Sooners and Longhorns hanging around. So you got to figure out how to do that schedule. And so if I heard you right, Aaron, you're, they're going to have like five different teams that you play twice, and, and then these other games will just you'll just play the teams once. Is that right? Yes. And so the the example given was that Baylor would obviously play TCU twice. And I thought, there's just some sports where the rivalry doesn't, <laughs> you know, go over. I mean, like I'm, I think baseball, actually, TCU and Baylor have had some fun back and forth, and, and that's somewhat of a rivalry. Football, obviously, is the biggest rivalry. I mean, I don't think TCU's beaten Baylor in women's basketball in about 20 years. So I, I don't, you know, it's just – Certain things don't really match up. And, Aaron, I would just say if the Big 12 is like, oh, we have to preserve Baylor versus TCU, I would say I would much rather, especially with these last two years, make sure we get two cracks at Texas and two cracks at Kansas. Those are, and people say, well, Mosley, why are you saying that? Kansas is really good. And, and don't you only want to play the really good teams once? Well, for our uh, RPI schedule strength, and just the fact that in college basketball, Aaron, if you had to rank the rivalries in the Big 12, now I would say Kansas and Kansas State, even though Kansas State hadn't been very good lately, just because of the proximity and all of that, you obviously have to let them keep playing. I think Tech and Texas has become really fun with the whole beard thing, so you got to let them play. But I would say Baylor and Kansas playing twice, in my mind, is more important than Baylor and TCU playing twice. Agree or disagree, Aaron? Absolutely. 
Um, like you said, it's it's kind of sport dependent. Um, but in basketball, it's not really that much of a rivalry, I don't think, for Baylor fans. It's been dominated by Baylor, and they would much rather play Kansas and Texas. And now, with how good they've been the last few years, Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, and I uh, that, that is one that uh, we'll kind of continue to monitor. But I hope Baylor can kind of weigh in. And Aaron, I... Is Bowlesby just trying to make some last-minute decisions? Shouldn't can't we just wait a, a like a month? It, we're about to it, on the 13th of July. We're apparently going to already know the new uh, the new commissioner. Let's stop making all these decisions without the new commissioner in place. Aaron, do you know who it is? Do you have a guess right now, or do, are you in the dark? Are you I'm, just kind of like with all of us? Yeah, no, no clue. I haven't even seen any any rumors that I would. Well, actually, at this point, I'd pass on any rumors. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any names, and I've been looking. I would say Oliver Luck is always yeah. going to be a name um, out there because of kind of what he's done, and his name's been around. But I think – I don't want to scare anybody, but if they take a look around and they don't find what they're looking for, there's an old friend they could bring right back in, Aaron. You just take – you just bring Bob right back in. Just Not going to happen. Keep rolling. <laughs> That's one thing I, I would bet you we don't have to worry about. What about going after Sankey? Let's just go take the, the SEC commissioner. Just offer him an insane amount of money. Can Greg Sankey be bought? You know he can. I love Greg. Oh, I've known Greg for a lot of years. Greg used to be the commissioner of the Southland Conference back in the day. Let's try to go get Greg Sankey. Do we like this Pac-12 guy? What do you think about him? Because Pac-12 stinks. They got USC, and that's about it. I mean, that, that's a that's the Big 12 is going to be end up being healthier than the Pac-12, even though the Big 12 almost imploded with the departure of OU in Texas and everybody else that's departed. Aaron, do you like this Pac-12 commissioner at all? George Klievkoff. What has he Does done? Does this guy do anything for you? No, all he's done is hitch his wagon to the Big Ten and hope that they save his conference, which they're not going to do, especially when they sign their new TV deal. That alliance is going to go out the window. You can bank on it. Aaron Sexton, hater of all commissioners. Yeah. There's not a single commissioner Sankey's pretty in good. all of sports. <laughs> you like, well, but he's devious. Yeah, he's always doing true. things kind of. Uh, underhanded. He's good. You, He's uh, good for uh, his conference, though. Who do you, in all the pro sports, your favorite commissioner is it the NBA's Adam Silver? Not a big fan of any of them <laughs> for a variety really? of reasons. Yeah, really. I don't know. Maybe is Gary Bettman still the NHL commissioner? <laughs> oh my gosh, Bettman! Come on. Be, yeah, Gary Bettman is. He'd Gary be Bettman. the one I, I dislike least, if that makes sense. See, I don't, I don't mind Adam Silver. I like, I kind of like him. Kind of like Adam Silver. He's a strange-looking man, and he's got kind of a, got kind of an, uh, just a weird look about him. But, but, uh, but I kind of like, I kind of like the man's style, I like his intellect. And I, I do not mind the job Adam Silver has done. But you may not like that he's soft on China, because you are strong. You like to go after the Chinese government, and uh, so Aaron, you may be, 
you may that may be one of your reasons. <laughs> don't you like it when I just put words <laughs> in your mouth? Um, I don't think you mind it when I'm talking about communist countries. Okay, Aaron, um, what else do you have for us in today's campus confidential well we know that the college football playoff committee made up of the 10 fps commissioners and notre dame athletic director jack swarbrick were unable to come to an agreement on a new playoff system well their bosses are going to get together which i didn't even know was a thing but they are called the executives of the college football playoff it is the presidents of the 10 uh 10 made up of the 10 fps presidents and the president of notre dame who are over, obviously, the uh, FBS commissioners and the Notre Dame athletic director, they're going to get together, and they hope to restart negotiations over playoff expansion, and they hope to give, quote, guidance to the FBS commissioners (laughs) as far as a future playoff. So what I think, reading between the lines, this may mean is since the uh, athletic directors weren't able to get it done and conference commissioners that the presidents are going to get in a room figure something out and tell them this is what it is so pass it i hope that's right because it's ridiculous that we don't have an expanded playoff and it costs the schools almost a half a billion dollars for the two years that it's not going to be expanded it's ridiculous but it's uh we know who the conferences that prevented it so no need yeah to- if you if you thought these these commissioners or whoever were getting together were bad Wait till the presidents try to make. Some no, that's a good point. Here. They're even worse. <laughs> like really, yeah. There's no hope. Not not in the near future. You're now, right. Now, President Livingstone played not. collegiate sports, and she, I think, she brings a lot of credibility to the table. But then you get some of these folks that are more like the guy that used to be at OU, David Boren, who was either chancellor, president, whatever he was. And David Bourne used to be a senator, and he was always running for something. You know, it's like the chancellor at A&M, John Sharp. I mean, you got to wake John up to get it to even tell him, okay, John, here's what's happening. Aggies are now in the super regional. Oh, really? I mean, <laughs> well, so, and, yeah. And I was thinking more of the uh, some of the Big Ten presidents who just have a, kind of a – superiority complex they just think that their conference and their schools are better than the lowly sec and big 12 schools and now that i've thought about that you're right i don't think this uh new commission of presidents is going to do anything that the commissioners can uh, that the uh athletic directors and and uh conference commissioners could do yeah when you're talking about those big 10 people it made me think of a CeeLo green uh song Aaron, you might you might remember the one I'm thinking about. Did you see CeeLo the other night do the national anthem? I thought CeeLo sounded good. I did not. I'm a big fan, but I didn't see that. Yeah, CeeLo did, uh, I think, game one of the NBA Finals. It was CeeLo out there. Mm. And I was trying to remember what CeeLo was wearing because I thought to myself, is CeeLo, it had a green number on his hat or cap or something. And... Um, on his jacket, and I, I remember thinking, was is, is CeeLo go out there in front of the folks in San Francisco with a Celtics jacket? But I'm not sure what it was. But did a good job. I think a CeeLo is more of a R&B slash poppy sort of guy. He's got some catchy hits. But, man, CeeLo's got some good range. And he didn't try to go too crazy with it. Sometimes people uh, 
people get a little carried away. One of my buddies yesterday, Aaron, decided to sing the national anthem at the end of a uh, our booster club scramble, and I thought that was an interesting <laughs> choice, to say the least. Yeah, that did happen. All right, Aaron, one last. We got a little time. You got any? You got anything else you want to get off your chest in Campus Confidential? Any portal news? Eh? Lincoln, feel like you have not done enough portal news. Uh, not really much happening in the portal, but Lincoln Riley's lying again. Uh, USC coach Lincoln Riley's departure from Oklahoma was a shock. <laughs> That's, this and, does not sound like a – you did not sound like the great newsman. That no, I that was like editorial content there. right there. I know. My <laughs> gosh, that was not Cronkite. Lincoln Riley's lying again He said in today's headlines. There's been speculation, of course, that he bolted the Pac-12 due to Oklahoma's upcoming move to the yes. sec he says that's ridiculous that's not true at all he said i heard the whole sec narrative to me the sec has nothing to do with it it's all about the program that you're at and at the position you think you can get to which is true and i think it's usc had had a lot of has a lot of things going for it but i think one of the big things that they have going for it is that they're not in the sec and they don't play alabama and georgia and florida and all those schools on a regular basis. I mean, we all know how weak the uh, Pac-12 has been and probably will be going forward. So, Has he put out, like, a pamphlet or anything on, like, Lincoln Riley's rules of sportsmanship? <laughs> no, he hadn't. And I don't know how the Big 12 is going to manage without having him, you know, to remind all the coaches about the rules of sportsmanship well, and good behavior. I mean, Hey, Aranda can't do it because Aranda was out there kicking field goals. <laughs> he violated the rules of sportsmanship that Lincoln had. Uh, uh, who is Lincoln Riley? As he gets ready to leave this conference, who do you think Lincoln Riley's favorite coach is in the conference? Like if you said, Lincoln, who is your favorite dude in this conference? That's that you'll be leaving. I'm talking about all the people he's going to leave behind, and, and let's not include the upcoming four. Uh, my guess would be Chris Kleiman at um, at Kansas State as Lincoln Riley's favorite person. Although Kansas State seems to beat them every other year. Yeah, I was so thinking more case. Mike Gundy just because uh, it's a I chance to needle <laughs> Oklahoma's rival, and uh, he pretty much dominated that rivalry. So. That would be my he guess. He did, but, boy, they were choke city. And Baylor thanks them so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was choke city. They got they got Oklahoma State down by, like, was it 11 or, like, two touchdowns? It was, like, two-score game, and it was late. And OU found a way to lose that ball game. I love Mike Gundy for that, okay? I mean, I'm usually – uh, I'm usually against Mike Gundy, but that night, Aaron, I got my OAN T-shirt and I put it on. <laughs> People have long memories, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Is that network still out there? Does anybody know where you can find OAN? I'd, sh- I'd like to take a peek, see what they're up to these days. Yeah, OAN own. Now I think there's something. I think there's another letter they put in there sometimes. What is that? Do you know what it stands for, Aaron? One American News. I do know that. Oh, but I think sometimes it's OANN. One American News Network. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, OANN. Uh, but I have no. I, I think there's. I think it's still around, but I'm not sure. 
Now, the, the, the famous band OR, O-A-R, what did that stand for? Did that stand for something, that band, the O-A-R in that or not? I'm not familiar with them. Oh, Aaron, you are too. My gosh, you can't be our age and not know OR. There was a band right. called OMD that stood for Orchestral Remove. <laughs> what? Something you're in making, the dark. I don't know. You're they were a one-hit wonder in the now. 80s. I don't know. Ah, oh, man. Okay, I want you to let's let's play some or in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, that is Campus Confidential. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron will return to the news desk now and stop with all his editorial comments. My goodness. Let me say some really controversial things. Okay, it is time. Oh, we got a special guest coming on. we got to hurry. Uh, here in a second, and we'll catch you up on some really cool Baylor news. And then 520, got a lot of uh, uh, college baseball stuff for you. And I'll try to update you on some Baylor nuggets. Who's Baylor going to hire? That's all next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Welcome Central Texas to BCP Real Estate Country. If you're looking for a real estate agency where the employees are professional, friendly, and knowledgeable, check out BCP Real Estate. Their agency has serviced Bosque County and the surrounding areas for over 30 years, and they specialize in farm and ranch property, residential, and commercial real estate. Any member of the BCP team can help you meet your objectives. Call them today, BCP Real Estate in Clifton, 254-675-3818, and at bosquecountyproperties.com. BCP says, go Eagles! ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Tuesdays. 
we all have them. Now, what are you going to do to make that day special? Add some joy to your Tuesdays with half-price tickets to see the Texas Rangers in action. The Rangers are teaming up with Coca-Cola to give you 50% off great seats to every Tuesday home game during our 50th anniversary season. Half-priced Rangers tickets on Tuesdays so you can tell better stories on Wednesdays. Get your tickets at TexasRangers.com. Hey, everybody. It's time for today's STEM tip. Want to know how to make your selfies even better? Okay, let's use science. The best time for photos is golden hour. That's the moment right before the sun sets, when the atmosphere scatters blue and violet wavelengths, making perfect, soft, and golden selfie light to show off that beautiful face of yours. Click. Check out Chic and STEM for more inspiration. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we've been talking a lot of Baylor, and uh, this Baylor baseball job is open. And I, I just thought today I needed to call my friend Alan Holt, Baylor Line Foundation. You just heard it at the intro of the five, the Baylor Line Foundation, one of our great sponsors. And uh, Alan, is the, he's like the brains behind all of that. I mean, all these beautiful events, all the money they raise. you got Alan going to the office spearheading a lot of that. Alan Holt, uh, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, and I hope your summer is off to a nice start. So far, so good. I'm just trying to figure out when it's going to be cool enough for me to mow my yard. <laughs> Alan, I, surely there's somebody, you know, a landscaping group or somebody you can pay to do that for you. Are you someone who likes to get out there and, and work on your own yard? Is that uh, is that kind of your M.O.? Yeah, you know, I do. I love it, actually. I, I used to, when I had my three sons and they were growing up in Houston, and I used to be out there in the yard working, and all my, my friends would go, what the heck, man, why don't you have – why don't you have those boys of yours out there mowing for you? And I said, there's very few things I can do to guarantee myself some alone time. And <laughs> that's it. Because they know if they bug me, they're they're going to work. So when you want to yeah. be alone and to yourself and stuff, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that. You're you're right about that, and uh, and I can I bet you got some yard of the months and all that. But now, of course, you spend a lot of time in uh, Waco town. I see you at games, sitting right behind the uh, the broadcast. By the way, you're, the guy you sit behind a lot was on with me the other day. Fran Fraschilla is in a new oh, movie yeah. that's out on Netflix, and I'm sure you've maybe said hello to to Fran in the past. Uh, people always see you sitting down there right behind Fran. I mean, you chose some very visible seats. <laughs> and um, that that movie, I'm trying to think the name of it. It's about a, uh, it's Adam Sandler, but he's not, it's not a comedic type deal. It's a serious, he's kind of a down and out NBA scout, kind of down to his last gig. And he finds some 
unbelievable European player. And um, and and so anyway, that movie is coming out on Netflix and uh, Fran Fraschilla has a part. He plays a role in it. He plays himself from ESPN. I didn't realize Fran was. I've seen the previews for it, and it's something that's definitely on my list to see. But uh, I didn't realize that uh, Coach Frischel was in that. I just now it's doubly up there. It's really up the top now. Yeah, yeah, and apparently uh, there's a lot of uh, interesting uh, uh, cameos that are made in this one. Uh, Alan, this is uh, this Baylor coaching uh, job that's open baseball. Uh, this is uh, this is an interesting one, and boy, you have a great historical knowledge of the bears and boy you went to school at baylor in the uh, 80s and and were going to school do you remember like when uh, when mickey sullivan before they got that new field remind people that maybe just know the beautiful baylor ballpark <laughs> I, I remember actually when they got lights uh when i was in school was when they when they finally played a game under the lights and so when you were in school, obviously they were having to play a lot of day games and all of that. I mean, Alan, they were playing a really great brand of baseball with with not very good facilities back in the day. Is that an accurate assessment? I would say that it's more than accurate. We used to go and sit behind the chain link fence. It was like going to a Little League game somewhere. Uh, and we'd sit there. And we had great teams. We had two teams that went to the College World Series with Steve Macko and Jaime Coconut, my buddy John Perlman were on those teams, Fritzy Connolly. Uh, so that was kind of my time at baseball. And, boy, we would spend a lot of time out there. Um, so it was, a great, it was a great thing to go see teams that could really win and play in a facility that most of the little leagues were better than. Wow. That is amazing to, to think of. Did you ever go – to the uh, to the College World Series as a uh, just just to go take it in. Have you been to that event? I have. I've been a couple of times, and it's one of my one of my favorite events to go to. Um, it's just spectacular. Just lots of fun. Lots of great people. Lots of. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, I don't think it gets any better than that. Uh, it's just pure baseball, and a lot of great kids and great players that you get to see later on become great professionals for the most part. But even though most of them, you know, I guess the majority of them obviously don't, you get to, they're just, that's the highlight of their careers as far as athletics go. And it's just fun to watch. There's two events like that, Matt. I tell you what, the, the college world series and the other event that I look that way is what's going on now in Eugene is the NCAA track and field finals. Yeah, talk about just a fun event and a great time. It's it's just a lot. It's a it's a great place to be. Man, just the the legendary the Prefontaine the aspect. Thinking about where that is. You're right though. There's just a, there's something in that part of the country. The passion for running a lot. I think we think a lot of long distance, but of course Baylor over the years has just had incredible sprinters. That'll be fun. And, Alan, I think Baylor does have several. Uh, I was looking up and down. I was looking on the women's and men's side, and Baylor's sending yeah. uh, a lot of folks up there. And so I'm really hoping, uh, you know, Michael Ford took over uh, for Todd, and, and um, I'm hoping Michael, it seems like he's hit the ground running and has put together uh, a good group. Alan Holt joining us, Baylor Line Foundation Executive Director. Uh, Alan, do you have any, uh, have, if you've been had your ear to the ground, on this Baylor uh, coaching search, I'm not. You don't have to give me the one you're hearing. <laughs> I just kind of wonder if 
you have a favorite in mind. I mean, you're a guy with opinions. You love, you love to go to these events. Is there any name you've heard or thought about, and maybe even across town, Mitch Thompson doing an incredible job over at MCC. Is there any of these names you've heard that kind of get you excited about uh, about possibly a, a candidate for Baylor baseball? You know, I I really have this. When we go to these coaching searches, which thankfully we don't have to go to too often these days, but Mac Rhodes always amazes me at his ability to keep things quiet. Uh, you know, I've heard several names. I've Mitch. I've loved. I love Mitch. Uh, was really good friends with him when he was here, and still am. Uh, some of these other guys at Texas State, DBU. Uh, you know, there's other assistants at A and M, at Arkansas. You know, there's a lot of guy at Davidson, there's a lot of names that are percolating. I think that we're going to get a great coach who's got really good experience, who's won, and who uh, I think I was listening to yesterday, you know, who fits the mission of the university. And so I, um, you know, I I think we're going to get a great hire. Mission fit is what we use now. I don't, I don't even think we use that when Grant was coaching. And that was the greatest. That was the greatest mission fit ever. But <laughs> he defined he defined our mission fit. That's what he did. I uh, know. I think people have different thoughts. By the way, on what what a mission fit is at Baylor, don't we? Sometimes it's like which way you're leaning. It's kind of like you decide what the mission fit is. But no, I don't want to draw you into any of that. We're, we're just. Uh, flexible Matt we're flexible <laughs> some of us more flexible than others um now Alan this is uh interesting the uh, uh y'all are doing some things the Baylor Line Foundation obviously the, the money you're raising for scholarships I got to sit with some of those scholarship recipients um and and that was really neat at a function earlier this spring or winter but that's been a few months now mm-hmm. but that was a lot of fun but this new event that you have coming up um, in the fall, the Living Legacy Dinner. That that's a really that's a really cool one. Walk us through just a little bit of what uh, what you're uh, trying to accomplish with this Living Legacy Dinner, because that's that what that is about is taking care of some unbelievable uh, Baylor faculty and staff. Yeah, it's something that we're really excited about. We were uh, we've been tossing around an idea for the past six, eight months. And um, finally we landed on the living legacy event and we were able to talk to some professors. And like you said, it's exactly that it's trying to really honor and just show some of these faculty and staff, just how much we appreciate what they do and how much they fit the mission of the university and whatever. Our first, our first group that we're honoring is uh, Rufus Spain, uh, Bob Baird and Preston Dyer. And so it is a, a group of there's hardly any person who's been on that campus in the last 50 years that hasn't had one of those three gentlemen and had they've had an influence on their lives so uh that was something that we're really looking forward to and trying to accomplish by honoring these guys uh, and just show them how much we appreciate them well i like it and you know i've been known to show up at one of these banquets um and uh, so I'll uh, I'm going to kind of I'm going to pencil that in a little bit and just say the word when y'all start uh, uh, selling tickets and, and kind of getting that ramped up. Let's uh, let's use the show to get people fired up. And because and, uh, I love going to that uh, 
uh, over there to the uh, the Baylor Club. Beautiful place. In fact, I was there the other night for uh, Allen. They had one of those member benefit deal or not oh, benefit, yeah. you know like a a member celebration right and so once a month they bring everybody over there they put out a bunch of great food and just kind of uh it's to honor the members of the baylor club so uh it's i a uh, event. yeah yeah that's always fun and they had to move it up to the fourth floor and that's where i did my radio show from so you can imagine all the folks showing up for their <laughs> to, they they were wondering <laughs> who the guy was hollering over in the corner <laughs> there was some, well, I'm sure some they people. all knew. They all knew who it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. The, the the guy with the sunglasses in, in indoors. It was. Uh, they were. They seemed to, to think there was an adult man over there. All right. Um, it is uh, Alan. Always fun to catch up with you. Um, and uh, I will. Um, I will be in touch with you soon, sir. Matt, it's great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for all you do for sports in the, in Waco and greater Central Texas. Really appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Alan Holt, great supporter of Baylor and uh, big time with Baylor Line Foundation. Does a really nice job. And Alan and uh, some of his cohorts, uh, Tony Peterson being another friend of mine, have done some really good things to make some inroads. There were some times when uh, some of our some of our foundation, Baptists can fight from time to time, but people like Alan just have a calm presence, and, uh, and we've learned to all kind of get along uh, in, in uh, the recent months, uh, so pretty cool things going on. Uh, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, and I want to I delve into some things I'm hearing about Baylor baseball. And also some of the things that are happening with these super regionals. Is college baseball on its way to becoming a revenue sport? That is next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87 to 62, the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Tuesdays, we all have them. Now, what are you going to do to make that day special? Add some joy to your Tuesdays with half-price tickets to see the Texas Rangers in action. The Rangers are teaming up with Coca-Cola to give you 50% off great seats to every Tuesday home game during our 50th anniversary season. Half-priced Rangers tickets on Tuesdays so you can tell better stories on Wednesdays. Get your tickets at TexasRangers.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. All pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series at Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2-1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7-4. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header, and you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hot is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley show. Somebody was alarmed. They just got in their car, uh, Aaron, and they said they they turned on the uh, the Matt Mosley show, and it was not it was not it was not us. So I don't I hope hope everything's going fine out there. If you're streaming us, let us know. We like to see what the streamers are up to. Maybe they just heard Alan's melodious voice and just said, "Well, that's not that's not Mosley." Sometimes I just like to sit back and. And let Allen talk. Allen, people like Allen, Lark Smith, just great. They got great voices, and it's just nice to sit back, listen to them talk. And I think everybody right now, Aaron, is is thinking about what it would be like, uh, uh, Baylor fans, to still be playing baseball right now. And it's very unfortunate. I think Steve Rodriguez had a couple of teams that could have made Super Regionals, uh, even though he's from the West Coast. It wasn't great getting out to the West, sent out the West Coast a couple of times. I think one of those series might have been at Jackie Robinson Stadium on the UCLA campus. I don't, I don't know exactly know why they kept getting sent West, but uh, did have three straight uh, trips to the Regionals, and it just wasn't 
trending in the right direction. What I don't know, Aaron, and don't have a great feel for is, and, and I think it's one thing, Aaron, I want you to help me on this, is we got we to gotta be checking this baseball portal to see how quickly these people pop up at other schools. For instance, this star player that you were talking about the other day from NC State. NC State? Yeah, NC State, who's hit like a ton of home runs and all that kind of stuff, freshman. Who's, tra- who's in the portal. I want to see how quickly it happens because, as I understand it, the, the other day we were told by Mac Rhodes that the magic date is they need to be in the portal, at least, by July 1st. Now, Aaron, as you understood that, do they need to make a choice on where they're going by July 1st or they just need to – is that the last day to enter the portal? From what I understood, it was the last day to enter the portal. Okay. That the way Baylor, kind of keeps their options open. Yeah, yeah. And and so I don't think I don't think the Baylor people who are making this hire, which is basically Mac Rhodes, and he's got help, he's got a really nice search committee. And and these guys I, I thought that was interesting what Mac said, Aaron, when he was on with us Friday, is that he and mean we may have to play some more of that. I, I thought about that the other day. That was such a good he gave us so much information. I meant to come back Monday and let you hear some of that because uh but but I, I just thought there was a lot of really good stuff in that interview about just what what all Baylor was looking for, you know, the 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 fit they were needing and then, you know, whether or not they the this transfer portal was going to rush them. I think it was a good sign, Aaron, that Mac did not seem to feel rushed because of the portal, and he he was very sympathetic, empathetic, whatever you want to say, to the cause of those Baylor players who went in the portal. Now, are those some of the same players that were? I mean, these are the same players that were on a team that just went seven and seventeen. So I think sometimes we might be like, well. I mean, is it okay if they leave because they didn't have that great of a season? Well, I'll just say Jared McKenzie's a really, really good player and has been a great hitter uh, uh, for this team. Uh, Nevin uh, is uh, – Cal Nevin is a, is a really, really uh, tremendous hitter, okay? And he, he – and Trey Richardson, I love Trey Richardson. I love watching him. I love the athleticism, what he brings – he brings a lot of wisdom to the table, too. Love having him on. Uh, Jack Pineda is another one. I mean, all these guys are in the portal right now. The, the thing is, Aaron, we just aren't as consumed, college sports fans, with the baseball portal as we are with the basketball portal and the football portal. So we don't sit around going, oh, my gosh, so-and-so's in the portal. Now, in a what I don't totally have a great feel for, Aaron, is like how far in the portal they are. And you say, well, that's a weird thing to say. Well, what I mean is, I don't. Are they truly using the portal as a placeholder? And if they really love this hire that Baylor makes, will they jump back out of the portal? Or do they feel like they need a fresh start somewhere else? Because the truth is, they've put up good numbers. What I hope happens is that they allow whoever Baylor hires to sort of make his case to them that that doesn't mean they have to stay and Aaron I hope I'm not missing anybody Pineda Richardson Nevin I mean these are really fine players and I, but I, I hope I'm not missing anybody when I when I was throwing all those players out 
But I, I, I hope they're willing to listen. Now, Aaron, I think what we're going to have to do is start monitoring. And, Aaron, I'm finally going to break down, and I'm going to have to buy this little uh, behind-the-scenes package on the D1 baseball. I really like what they do there. Um, and Aaron, you know what I'm talking about, that Kendall Rogers. He puts out a lot mm-hmm. of good information, and you and I are both, you know, we follow this and that, and whether it be SI, The Athletic, uh, for me, it's the Dallas Morning News, the Waco Trib. We have to subscribe to all these things, which I'm fine doing. I, I Sometimes people go, well, I, you know, shouldn't put it behind a paywall. Well, how do you think these people are going to get paid? I mean, people aren't taking the, the, the newspaper as much anymore in their yard. They got to find a way to make money. And that's why online newspaper or online, you know, the, the, the newspapers that are online now need money. They got to survive. And so I don't really mind doing all that. Now, this D1 thing is a different animal. It's not a newspaper. It's, it's, a, it's a site that follows college baseball. And, Aaron, they follow it extremely well. I would say they follow it so well that we don't even look at – I don't – NCAA doesn't even have – or the uh, – you know, like in the other sports, AP will put out a top 25. Does the AP even do that for baseball, Aaron? I think we look for the D1 um, top 25, and then maybe there's like a Baseball America top 25 that they put out. But uh, we, we look for – that D1 more than anything. So I do recommend it. At Kendall Rogers, and he seems to be a guy who with a lot of Texas connections. I noticed his wife went to Texas State, speaking of Texas State. That team almost did it last night. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I hate that they didn't get that done. They got a 3-1 lead and over Stanford. They're going to the bottom of the ninth. Those Stanford kids are just not feeling great about things at all. And Aaron leading off that, and what was tough is the, the the reliever for Texas State who went out there and gave them like seven innings. That kid was unbelievable and gives them 80, 90 pitches. Maybe it was, might even been a little more than that. Just gives them a, a tremendous performance. And then the guy Dane something, I wanted to call him Dane Cook. I think that's a comedian. But he goes out there, Zane Cook might have been his name. And eighth inning, just boom, 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 just blows Stanford away. Comes out there to close the game out. That kid was all jacked up, loved watching him pitch. Aaron, a kid comes to the plate, third baseman for Stanford. Against the starter for Texas State, he hadn't touched him. He looked overmatched at the plate. He's sitting dead red, first pitch, and he jacks that thing out of the park. So now it's 3-2. Next player comes up for Stanford. reason I'm recapping this for you, some of you may have read the score today, but you probably weren't watching this thing at 12.20 or 12.30 in the morning like I was last night. Next player comes up for Stanford. Boom. Out of the park. The, the radio broadcast I heard got it right and immediately knew the Stanford broadcast. The TV screwed it up. It, it went off like a some kind of pole out there and everybody in the park knew it was a home run but the tv broadcaster but that's okay people mess up but then they make it 3-3 Aaron it was just at that point it was almost like what happened to the rangers back in 2011 
when they they had lost all the the wind, they had lost all the momentum. Everything was gone from that team. They tried to bring somebody else to pitch. It was over, and Stanford went ahead and closed it out. And it just uh, it was a tough it was tough to watch. But one of the great things about college baseball is that teams like Dallas Baptist, Louisiana, Texas State. Oral Roberts, and I know a couple of these teams that I might I mentioned could do it maybe in basketball too. But, Aaron, you can build an amazing program um, in baseball, and, and you could be like Old Dominion or one of these teams. Guess what, uh, guess what Texas State, I looked it up last night, Aaron. You know what they were last year? You would think, well, here they are almost in the Super Regional, should have beaten uh, Stanford. And, and you would think, I bet they were great last year too. They were 21-36. and 36. They were 21 and 36 and not any good in conference. And they go out there this year and win a ton of games, win like 40 something games, like 42 and 20 or whatever it is. 40, I mean, unbelievable season. And uh, Texas State gets beat last night. I think that's one of the reasons, much like why we love the college basketball tournament, Aaron, is because some of these teams that don't do stuff in other sports. Now, Coastal Carolina is a little different. They, they got beat, I think, by East Carolina. They've gotten good at they, – they, they're good at football. But, like, East Carolina is horrible at football, horrible at basketball, and great at baseball. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful – now, Baylor's great at women's and men's basketball, ha, has gotten really, really good at football, and they're just kind of, eh, middle of the road – in baseball. Aaron, when you think of the top end of what Baylor baseball could be, who do, who is that? Is that Dallas Baptist? Is that Oklahoma State? Is it Oklahoma? Like, you know, I hesitate to say Texas because I looked again last night, and, I, and I, by the way, when I was giving some trivia thing away recently, I think I had it wrong, uh, not, not on the schmaltzes. I just was throwing this out to have fun. Texas has been to 37 College World Series. Now, they haven't won. They've only won six of them, which is not bad. But if you've been to 37 of them, you think you would have won more of that. Eric, can you, I mean, is that, that's one of the craziest stats in all of college athletics to me. For, the, for, the, for Texas to have reached the College World Series 37 times. It speaks to uh, Gustafson. And, 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 and what he did. And then, of course, Augie Garrido coming in. He had some success. They won it in, uh, like, 2005. They may have won one in 2003. And then I think they won another one back in, like, 2009 or 10 or something like that. The, it, is, it is remarkable what Texas baseball has done. So I'm not saying Baylor has to be that. But could Baylor have what TCU has and that TCU in a, in a pretty uh, small amount of time went to like five college world series. I'm talking about from 2009 to 2019, or maybe it was like, yeah, somewhere in that, uh, maybe even 2020 TCU had this incredible run. Actually, it started probably in about 2012, 2020, let's call it under Schlossnagel, where they went 
a lot. And I think they went to five College World Series. Now, Aaron, I, I don't even think you have to have that at Baylor. You need to maybe go to one of these super regionals maybe two or three times every decade. And then out of that decade, go to the College World Series at least once. Does that seem doable, Aaron? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be with the with the resources and everything that Baylor has going for it. Yeah, and I I think that uh, one of the things Mac Rhodes shared with us is that one of the capital projects, and right now they're building a basketball arena and a, the uh, the football operations center. That's big, but the, one of the next projects is going to be this new clubhouse. And while that may not sound like the biggest thing in the world, I, I would say in recruiting, and now that you know, you're having to do all that weird pandemic recruiting, now that you're able to bring everybody in and they can see your program and see what you're doing, having a state-of-the-art, gorgeous clubhouse, I think makes a difference. I think when football got the you know the the better locker room and then um and then the same thing with basketball when those things expanded and and had all this state of the art things at all their lockers in this huge area where they could relax i think those are game changers i also think you need somebody that will flat out you know keep the you know not fill the need to go out to these other places you got enough great players in Texas. I'm not saying you can't occasionally bring somebody in, but I think you got to be willing to go over across town and go, Mitch, and who knows, Mitch may become the Baylor coach. But if not, you got to create a, a pipeline like you used to have. Baylor in the 80s had tremendous players who came over from MCC. That lasted into the 90s. Right now you have a star player at Arkansas who has helped fuel their trip. Arkansas wasn't as good this year, but now they've gotten rolling, and, and, and they got a chance to make the College World Series, and they're, they're, they'll be in a Super Regional. This, one of the stars of their team is their shortstop. Guess where he was playing last year? That's right, MCC. There's no reason in the world Baylor should not be over there finding ways to get the kids to MCC. Now, is it easier sometimes for Arkansas and OU to recruit kids in Baylor, sure. But you've got to get over that, and you've got to find ways to get it done. I think Steve did some good things, and that that's why I always try to say that because I never want it to come across like I'm bashing anything Steve Rodriguez did. I think Steve had some success, and I don't think he was a bad hire. And I think he fell in love with the Waco area, and I think he fell in love with this university. So I don't want it to be like, oh, they struck out with Steve Rodriguez. I just think they need a new voice. And sometimes after seven years, something like that can happen. And as I was watching this Texas State, I don't, I'm not saying it has to be him. When I watch Dan Hefner, I get the same sense. These are, Hefner's a little bit older, but these are coaches who just seem to have gone into a place and they've got great respect. They've got great enthusiasm. Aaron, I, I, I looked at the, uh, the pitching coach who was going out there for Texas State the other night, and I, and I jumped on immediately to look at his background. I, I just love the paths some of these folks have taken 
And these are not, you know, they they've been at they've been at some really really cool places, but they've been all around. And I really think that uh, that there's an op- there's a uh, some incredible opportunities to go get one of these uh, coaches. Now uh, we've been talking some about uh, NBA finals. Finals aren't uh, again until tomorrow night. Boston comes in. I, I meant to talk about something yesterday. There's a unbelievable coach that's now a free agent. Utah's coach, Quinn Snyder, uh, decided to walk away. Utah still wanted him. That situation had become a little bit of a mess. I still think he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. In fact, I would put him in the top five. I got to think that's a weird thing. I was so glad for Darvin Ham to end up uh, as a head coach. I wish he could have been somewhere different than the Lakers. Anytime you're at a place where LeBron and Anthony Davis are and oh, Russ as well, that's, that's a tough thing because when things go south, they don't blame it on the players. They start looking for somebody to blame, and it's generally the head coach. It's not a place where people last a long period of time. Snyder has the kind of gravitas in the in the kind of uh, uh, the kind of coaching record and acumen that he can survive at places like that. So there may be part of the Lakers brass thinking, "Oh man, I wish we had known Quinn was out there." Where will Quinn Snyder end up? I really don't know. I just think he's an incredible coach, and he needed to get out of that position. Where will one of my favorite play players, Donovan Mitchell, be next season? Don't know that one either. What I don't know is if the Jazz are going to have an easier time moving Rudy Gobert or uh, Donovan Mitchell. And, and the answer is probably Mitchell because he's, um, he's, he's such a great superstar player who can do so much. I don't know where he'll end up. I also know right now the Utah Jazz are saying we are not listening to anybody. We're not listening uh, to any takers on Donovan Mitchell. They, that could change. If the, if the offer got good enough and sweet enough, I think it could change. But uh, there is some interesting stuff going on with, uh, with the NBA Finals. I think Boston wins tomorrow night. I think the home crowd will help them. And, um, and, and I think this is going to be fascinating the rest of the way. I, I, hope, I'm, I hope and pray we just get some close games because it's no fun to be in the Finals and have a blowout. It was fun to see what the Celtics did in game one in the fourth quarter. To me, that was exciting. Game two was just a flat-out blowout. While it's fun to see the, the Golden State hit all those crazy threes, like what Jordan Poole hit from about 35, 40 feet, it's not fun when there's like a 25-point deficit in the fourth quarter. You do not need that in the NBA Finals. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. It's ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Here's the play, fourth down and goal from the one. And up, run and left, trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He didn't get there. He He stopped short. He stopped short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. That was 
is Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254 301 7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Tuesdays, we all have them. Now, what are you going to do to make that day special? Add some joy to your Tuesdays with half-price tickets to see the Texas Rangers in action. The Rangers are teaming up with Coca-Cola to give you 50% off great seats to every Tuesday home game during our 50th anniversary season. Half-priced Rangers tickets on Tuesdays so you can tell better stories on Wednesdays. Get your tickets at TexasRangers.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Ranch Restoration LLC has been putting ranches back into production for over 15 years. With over 40 years of combined experience, they achieved this by doing a land inventory for the landowner. Some landowners want wildlife or cattle habitats, property management, water development, ranch roads, brush clearing, or grass planting. Ranch Restoration LLC is insured and is a certified contractor for NRCS, and references are available. Call Billy today at 254-749-1689 or check him out on Facebook. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. 
All-Pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series at Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2-1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7-4. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header, and you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, the dismount where we have to say goodnight. Um, Aaron, this was a few minutes ago, Still Walker from Prosper, Texas, makes his major league uh, debut for, um, you know, the uh, Rangers. And I loved that first, uh, first hit, home run. Aaron, did you see this? Still Walker. Uh, comes up, uh, and he played at Oklahoma, came from Prosper. And uh, the uh, Aaron, the, the story goes that um, the other day he was watching late at night. He gets a call from um, his uh, AAA Round Rock, the manager, Matt Hagan, who is a Liberty alum. And I guess they were playing Oklahoma, and the two schools were facing each other in NCAA regionals. Anyway, Hagan interrupts Walker. Uh, getting ready for bed, and says, get up to Arlington on Sunday morning to film a promotional video for Oklahoma before the next playoff game against Florida. And and so, you know, this Stillwalker's thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got I've to get up there to do this for OU. I can't believe this is happening. And shortly after that, the, the manager let him off the hook and said, there's no promotional video to be filmed. But you do need in, to be in Arlington because he had been called up for the first time to the majors. Nice. How cool! How cool is that? Um, so, anyway, it was uh, uh, it was. Uh, let's see. Timing was key. It was for opening day. Third baseman Andy Abanez. It was time for a reset. And for Willie Calhoun, once the prized acquisition in the U Darvish deal, time was up. He got uh, DFA'd, and so I thought I, I thought earlier when I looked at the, the uh, box score, though, Aaron Calhoun was in the lineup. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on, but I just thought that was a uh, I thought that was a really uh, cool story. And so, Still Walker goes deep for his first major league hit. It leaves the ballpark. Uh, last I looked, Aaron, I think the Rangers were down 5-2 to the Guardians. And, uh, again, you can hear that game, and then you can hear the second game of the doubleheader over on our Fox affiliate or also uh, 93-9, uh, 1300. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody who's been a part of this one. We will see you tomorrow for Valley Mills Baseball. Tom and Lark on the call. We'll have it all tomorrow. Good night, everybody. 
This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's never a check of Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big